Hi, Minimal Moves. It's Haruka again. Um, and today I wanted to talk about... This is me sound a little bit weird to you. Uh, minimal snacking. Um, and it's literally because I was just about to go snack. And I figured, why not talk to you about it? <laughs> so here we are. Um, bye. So obviously, let me just caveat. This will be talking about snacking. Um, in case this is a trigger for you in terms of like body image and whatnot, feel free to skip ahead to another episode. Um, or just, you know, leave the podcast altogether. That's fine, too. Um, I want to make sure that this is not an unsafe um, space. Well, virtual, you know, vocal-only space. You know what I mean. <laughs> For anyone. Um, so, just a heads up. Um, and also, whatever I say is just about me. Um, and it's just what works for me and my snacking needs. And my financial circumstances, of course. And everything like that. So, obviously, those usual caveats apply. Um, I just want to be a little bit more intentional about it because it has to do with food. Um, but yeah, so I was just thinking about snacking and I was like, what can I snack? Now, I I do, like any other person, enjoy having a wide swath of snacking options from, like, I mean, I don't really snack on cereal, but I feel like that's something that people snack on, right? I think. Um, I don't know. To, like, cheese its to, like, I don't know, ice cream or, like, toast. Um, whatever type of healthy to unhealthy snacker you are I feel like any of those might be one of your options um maybe not um and as much as I I do think I actually have all those options maybe except for the cheeses which I really wish I had um but I try to keep my snack collection fairly minimal um and the reason why this is really valuable is because it's it's kind of the same as any other aspect of minimalism where um, you get to minimize your decision-making process by having less because if I had 200 different kinds of snacks versus just 20, that 20 probably will just cover the different types of experiences I would want anyway and also allow me to have less decision-making. Um, obviously, that's a random number that I picked. I don't think I actually... I might actually have 20 different kinds. I don't know. And that would be because I am in the college residential environment and naturally, even under COVID somehow, um, there's snacks that you accumulate from different places and so there are different kinds of things that I didn't invest directly in um, but that have wound up finding themselves my way. Um, so if you're someone like me and tends to take advantage of like campus opportunities, you might just find yourself with a ton of snacks, which is wonderful. And I feel so blessed and it's great. Um, but if you are going out of your way to purchase these snacks, um, especially the non-perishable ones, like the ones that last a little longer or like semi-perishable, I guess, those items um, can take up a lot of space in your cabinets um, and also if you have specific health goals and things like that that might be something that's either beneficial to those goals or detrimental to those goals um, so I want to be mindful that people are going in various directions um, and have various snacks to cater to their needs for example so I know this is something that was really bizarre to me but I, I've heard that there are these like protein balls or something where it's like a ball of protein that you can snack on and you can like make it at home it can be like frozen and stuff which is very kind of it's kind of like a protein bar but in a ball form I, I I found it very interesting that it has its own name and like own set of recipes and it's cute um I don't work out enough for that to be justified probably um but yeah so you might have something like that or you might be more of a like a well okay I'm a cheesy well okay I'm more of a goldfish girl actually in terms of the cheesy snacks um and but I love any of those kind of neighboring um savory snacks um and 
so you might be more into that. Whatever you are into, there are a couple things that can make your snacking experience both more minimal and more sustainable. So I'll just kind of talk through of the, those a little bit and kind of my experience with that, of course. So first is to home make. And this one is really challenging for me. You're a very unskilled uh, college student slash neighbor. Um, and I'm not very good at cooking at all. Or like, I just don't really see a value in it. Therefore, I don't even get or like try to get better at it. I, guess. I mean, obviously, it's very valuable. And I do assemble foods in a way manner that is edible. But it's just that I don't think that it's super necessary for me to be able to put together a seven seven dish course meal or like it would be really cool but like there are two million other things I would rather be able to do slash need to be able to do before that like getting a job and getting a job so sorry sorry for the job mention everyone if this is something that's stressful for you as well um but yeah so um I just don't really prioritize that and therefore that means that I kind of tend to be really klutzy around the kitchen I set off the smoke alarm which I've already mentioned um and I know that's not really building myself up to any future roommates um but i promise it's never intentional and i promise they've always been under control um and so yeah um but something that i did do at the start of the year is make my own granola bars which kind of was catastrophic um and were chaotic and i wound up putting each and each one of those in separate ziploc bags because they kept falling apart basically you just put together i think it was Oh, I did use a granola, but it just can just be straight up oats. I just happen to have granola at hand. Um, and you can put chocolate chips in there. Um, to, for me, I used, I think it was either peanut butter or almond butter with honey to kind of stick everything together. Um, and there was no cooking involved. I literally stuck it in the fridge. Um, and then after that, the freezer, and that was it. Um, I think if you bake it, it's much better and it'll actually hold together, but I just didn't even have that patience slash was worried about the aforementioned catching things on fire. Um, I, I think I would, if I were to do it again, I would probably stick it in the oven because I think the risk is worth it. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but yeah, so that's something that's super easy, a quick snack. And what's great about it is you can control, so if you want to put like specific kinds of nuts in there, um, I was just too cheap to do that, but that's definitely a great idea um, and you should definitely do so. Or you could put in like, I guess like M&M's would be something else. I don't know. I just, I'm like, I, I like darker chocolates. So that's what I did. Um, I wound up with this funky chocolate chip that was like stevia flavored. And that was really not, I think it was the cheapest thing that I could find. And I didn't look closely enough and didn't notice that it was stevia flavored. Just a little weird, but some people like, seem to like it. So um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever floats your boat. Um, And oh, white chocolate chips would be so divine and wonderful. Um, And so would dark chocolate chips be. Um, but yeah, so homemaking is one, sorry, that was a really long example, but I, it was just an adventure and I'm also semi-proud of myself for doing that. So that's one tip one or like idea one is just like homemaking your snacks whenever possible. Idea two is obviously your kind of boring one kind of like snacks that are sort of quotes, like healthy type things are something that I would want to lean towards things like i mean i don't really consider these snacks they're almost like part of a meal i really like those snacking on tofu that's like my thing tofu okay tofu as long as it's safe like get it from a good place i guess but with soy sauce and like if you can find shredded bonitos on top that's fantastic if you can't then i just like eat it straight up with the tofu and soy sauce and they look kind of weird i guess but i mean that's really natural and normal in japan and 
it's a fantastic snack because it's like textured, it's filling, it has protein in it, and it's plant-based. Um, and also it has, I think, wait, I think the allergen, primary allergen would be soy there. So that's, what category is it? Sorry, I, I don't know exactly, but yeah, I think that's your primary allergen. And maybe gluten in the soy sauce, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, oh yeah, I think so. Um, unless you get a gluten-free soy sauce. I'm trying to be intentional, but um, I have the extreme privilege of not having many food allergens, so um, I'm not super aware exactly. But yeah, if you don't have those allergies, then highly recommend if those are the foods that you can eat. Um, and also, um, other funky things, well, like obviously straight up grabbing a piece of fruit and eating it is always wonderful. Um, apples with peanut butter, if you're not from the US, this may not be something that you do, but snacking on apples with peanut butter is quite good. Um, and my parents would look at me like I'm crazy, but yeah, I, I don't know. I enjoy it. Um, yogurt with peanut butter. You see a theme here. Yeah, I did put peanut butter in my granola too. So it's just kind of a lot of peanut butter. It's fantastic. Um, and yogurt, peanut butter. Um, I like putting in like nuts, um, walnuts, almonds, pecans, anything like that. Um, tastes great. You can also put in honey, which also is great. Um, yeah, Greek yogurt along those lines. There's a Nusa, which is like a dessert yogurt brand that also tastes good. Um, and I'm trying to think other kinds. So like there are obviously those veggies that you can turn into snacks as well. Like you can snack on a carrot, yeah, and it's fantastic. Um, I really like that as well. And there are so many other things, like you can cut up a pepper. Um, I think red peppers are actually one of the most underrated snacks. Like I enjoy them a lot. Okay, I do also enjoy veggies. I'll just throw that out there, which is why these are enjoyable snacks for me, like celery and stuff I love, which I may, which may not be the most popular opinion. Um, I also really grew up on eating a lot of raw veggies, which is very uncommon for a Japanese like traditional household. So um, I'll just caveat with that, I guess. So if you aren't as much of a grass eater slash bunny, then um, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, moving on. So, so, so far we've talked over homemade things and um, kind of simpler or like plants and veggies, I guess, or I also call veggies plants. So I guess that's redundant. So that would be plants and fruits. Um, and yes, plants is the more correct term here. Um, but either way, whatever it is you're snacking on should be something you enjoy. So the last thing is being realistic, which like, there are a lot of aspirational snacks, I like to call them. And there are things like, I think veggie straws is one of them. I don't even know what it's called because I've never like bought one. Um, or like kale chips, like those snacks that are made to make you feel better about what snacks you're having, but like you actually feel bad because they're not that healthy and you know it, but at the same time you don't feel as good because they don't give you the same like serotonin or dopamine or whatever you're looking for. Yeah, those ones. Um, I I think that they're great. I mean, if you enjoy them, obviously they're a snack for you and that's fantastic. But if you don't enjoy them, don't buy them because like snacks are either because you actually need more nutrients and you are looking for them, in which case I hope you would get those nutrients that your body is looking for, whether that's like oil or like fats or, well, usually at least that's what my body's looking for, I think, which is why I start there. But like it could be veggies or um carbs or whatever it is that your body needs make sure that you're giving it or like trying to be aware obviously because it's hard to know 100 percent um if it's not your body kind of sending you a signal it might be that you're bored or it might be that you're tired or you, you might it might be that like 
okay, well, I know caffeine's unhealthy and I guess I shouldn't be promoting it. But for me, caffeine is an important part of my life too. Um, so maybe there's something else you're actually looking for and you're kind of feeling snackish because you're aware that you need something else, which is great. Um, but you are a little bit confused, like what direction that's supposed to go in. And that happens to me a lot. I think I snack a lot because I'm like, I'm, I'm bored or I want to distract myself rather. Um, and I'm looking for how to do so. So I think that just keeping around what you need will help eliminate unnecessary snacking, not in the sense of like you shouldn't be snacking, but rather if snacking is not the most productive or happy or healthy thing that you can be doing in that moment in various ways, then maybe there's something else you should be doing. Maybe you should be doodling or maybe you should be doing work or which is a hundred percent the case for when I want to snack um, or maybe you should be ch- chatting with a loved one getting up and like moving around a little bit listening to some music whatever it is you that you need and I think that um you know what snacks work for you um whether you're like a bunny like me uh, um I've already said that twice and I feel like that's twice too many times um but I do really like like I've been told that I eat like a bunny which is something um I do eat a lot of like plants and like leaf-based things so I guess that's why but yeah it's also I have like larger front teeth so that's also probably a rye but anyway um yeah so if you like eating vegetables for your snack great if you like eating cheeses like I do then you know great like in moderation um but whatever it is that you need in that moment you already know Um, or you're learning and like experimenting is always great but if you know that you're just eating something as a kind of substitute or to like stave off your guilt my idea ideology I guess at least is to not do that like if you because I know that I'm gonna keep wanting whatever it is that I want anyway at least I'm really stubborn um so I if I say if I want ice cream and I try to substitute it with yogurt I've done that doesn't work like if I want and vice versa too because I'm a huge yogurt person if I want yogurt I can't substitute it with ice cream I need to have the yogurt I've I've tried that because I try to like for some reason get myself off of yogurt and like try to substitute ice cream I don't know why um I realize people probably don't really go in the opposite direction but yeah so I I just need to go for if it's ice cream or yogurt or whatever else it is that my body wants or like I want I guess I I feel like that sort of body mind dichotomy is also a little bit strange because like aren't you one in whole I don't know um but yeah so whatever it is that I need I'm gonna eventually get there so I might as well just get there to begin with and enjoy it and appreciate it and appreciate being able to have it um so that's what I hope to do this is also different if you're not supplying your own food maybe you are being fed by your parents or you're cohabitating with people and you split your groceries or Um, you tap into like mutual aid resources or whatever it is that you do Um, anything of that is fine and this is not obviously to pass judgment you know you know the common disclaimers I I kind of feel silly including them because obviously yes everyone's not gonna go ahead and then continue to live on my lives but like in duplicate Um, but I just feel compelled to say that because I know that eating and like diet and that sort of thing can be complicated so just making sure that people have the breathing space and all even in the podcast um itself but yeah those are just kind of the things that I guess I try to keep in mind but but I will have you know that I have a stack of rice cakes which I used to snack on but somehow I haven't recently um sitting in my cabinet that I probably need to finish by the end of the month ish which is coming up um 
but yeah that having different like less kinds of snacks though also helps you keep track of expiration dates which is an added bonus and i think that's a fantastic bonus because we don't want food waste here um yeah and then the first few recommendations also caters to the point of sustainability which is just like making sure that whatever snacks you choose you're minimizing the footprint within reason um and that just means if you're snacking on an apple trying not to throw away like you know like take five bites and throwing away the rest sometimes the apple is is like going bad and you have to do that but if it's not if it just doesn't taste fantastic find ways to taste make it taste better maybe like i think some people put sugar on it which i find interesting but maybe it's worth a shot if the apple is terrible um like terrible as in not expired just like tastes but bland there's like a kind that is named funny that also supposedly tastes bad was it like the pink lady i don't know um but you could yeah peanut butter is a fantastic way of improving any apple if it's not doing great so hot itself um honey i think is something else people do so like there's so many ways you can make things better celery okay sorry this is like becoming my food rant but celery you can eat with miso and mayonnaise mixed together and that makes a great dip i hate mayonnaise that's the only time mayonnaise mayonnaise how do you say i i don't know i don't know how to say the word because i never eat it which is kind of awkward because i always need to say like if i ever go to a fast food place i need to say no mayo please but is it like mayo or my i think it is mayo yeah yeah anyway (laughs) um that's the only time i would eat mayo um so yes i have strange taste um i'm supposed to like fats and cholesterol going into my body but somehow i don't like that one um but yeah so that's another another alternative but like there are ways to improve the foods that you already have to make them taste better or make them better for your body or whatever it is so try to get creative whenever you can if they're packaged items then like i know granola bars there's a very specific way you can recycle it and if those options are available near you um in the u.s especially i think that that was where the granola recycling i don't know it was a very particular category where you could like put in i think chip bags and granola bar wrappings it was like just those two specific things which i thought was interesting um but yeah so try to identify ways you can be a bit more intentional with the trash that you produce um, obviously, but obviously there is limitations and realistic feasibility and everything. So, um, with all that in mind, I think I'll stop talking forever about snacks. That was an interesting one. Um, and actually go get a snack myself. I still don't know what I want, um, but I need to figure that out in like the next five seconds as I walk into the kitchen. Um, but yeah, with that, um, I'll end this podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to join me again today. Um, if you'll give me a follow, that would be fantastic. Let me know what you think as usual. Um, see you later, minimal moves.